0: Welcome to the tech and podcast series. I'm Mark Gibson, KPMG's US technology, media, and telecommunications leader. And on this podcast, I'm joined by leaders across industries to discuss pressing issues and technology's impact on business and the world around us. On today's podcast, we're taking a look at tech and telecom, and I'm so pleased to have Sean Sullivan, KPMG's national telecom industry leader, as my guest. Thanks for joining me today, Sean. Hey, Mark, thanks for having me. I appreciate the opportunity. Hey, Sean, let me start with sort of a broad question for you. It, it seems to me like every industry these days is attaching tech to their brand. You know, you have FinTech and health tech, and, and just about every industry's got that tech flavor to that. And, and maybe in light of this, I could ask you, how are telecoms thinking about themselves in terms of being techcos? Um, look,
1: te- technology is an enabler for all businesses, but not... All businesses are tech companies because they utilize technology. This, those two things don't add up all the time. Every business or industry has its own swim lane, including the tech industry, which in my view is principally software and hardware. Our platform companies like Netflix, for example, tech. Mark, when I was a teenager, I subscribed to Columbia House Records. Do you remember those folks? I sure do. I was a subscriber as well. There you go. You got you got 10 tape cassettes of music for a penny to enroll in their membership. Was that considered tech? I don't think so. Netflix is doing essentially the same thing, but leveraging technology to enable their business. So one could argue the telcos were the original tech companies dating back to the telegraph by turning dots and dashes into coherent messages transmitted over long distances. And over time, the sophistication of that technology has increased with the development of digital switches, fiber optics, massive data lakes, and a whole bunch of other stuff. Telecom in its early years developed this technology, uh, of course, with the help of Bell Labs on its own. Uh, In its modern form, it's leveraged uh, an ecosystem of technology companies, i.e. hardware and software, to enable their business model. I think the desire to be labeled X-Tech, as I call it, which is where X is whatever industry you're in, is a function of trying to emulate the speed to scale that the new tech companies are achieving. So I see the telecoms working to match that speed and scale through quicker innovation cycles uh, on their technology and their products, which may start to look more and more like
0: the platform companies we're all in love with today. Sort of breaking that mold of the stodgy old telco company and, and really being innovators is what I see as well. And Maybe in in the context of that telco tech theme that you just discussed, the X tech uh, from the telco standpoint, what are the telecoms focused on today? Yeah, so so going back to this notion
1: of telco being kind of a tech native industry, um, if you've been at all awake in what's going on in the, in the telecom world in the last couple of years, you've no doubt heard 5G. So it's it's this network deployment, this 5G network deployment. Uh, is is really the the primary focus, I'd say, and drives most of what's going on with the telcos today. More importantly, you've heard the, this term, use case. What use cases do these networks use? I prefer the word product. What products are they developing on these on these networks? And these products are um, developed to serve known needs, as well as creating new markets that are really unforeseen today. So that's, what's, that's one area of immediate focus. The other is really pandemic-driven, of course, um, this new workforce model, remote work, hybrid work models, et cetera. But the underlying thing here really is upskilling workforce. Why is this so important? So the new ways of working and the push to digitalization has required new skills. As telcos have greatly accelerated their digital transformation, this is driving demand for these new skill sets required to use these, these technologies and this new tech augmenting human capital or or labor uh, with automation or artificial intelligence, for example, is really creating this upskill focus. So that's another one. Thirdly, I'd say digital transformation of the front, middle and back office um, is is a major focus. In the recent KPMG CEO survey, uh, 78% of telco CEOs indicated the pandemic accelerated their digitalization journeys, compressing years into months. And so when you have that rapid acceleration of new technology, You're also getting a labor force that might be a little stale. So how do we bring them forward? So these two things tie together, the workforce model, the upskilling, and the digital transformation that's going on in in the telcos. Two final things on this topic. One would be what I call zero-touch customer engagement. So think about um, seamlessly integrating and automating the entire customer experience from cradle to grave across whatever channel you engage the customer in. Another data point from our CEO survey showed that 54% of CEOs plan to spend considerably more on this facet of their business than in prior periods. And then lastly, going back to network 5G deployment, which is what I started with, working capital management. These networks are massively expensive. The the, the kit that goes in and the spectrum that you have to buy, etc., is putting tremendous strain on the on the capital efficiency of these these organizations. It costs a lot to build them. How do you manage that? You're, you're managing it through operational efficiencies or redesigns, et cetera. So that's those are those are kind of the key areas I'm seeing work you know our telco clients working on right now.
0: Boy, Sean, as I listen to your response to that question, it's it's just so evident that there's this convergence between the telcos and the tech sector, um, almost making them indistinguishable. You talk about. Developing new products and new markets. Talk about upskilling a workforce. Talk about digital transformation. Those are the exact same topics that I'm certainly talking to all of the tech companies in, the, in that sector as well. So clearly the convergence is evident. Let's talk about the future a little bit. Where do you believe the telco industry is heading in the medium or the longer term?
1: Yeah, so I can answer that question maybe in three categories. I look at it in in broad trends, I look at it in market-focused trends, and and another angle is from a product trend perspective. So if you think about more broad trends here, sustainability and climate, social responsibility or or ESG as we call it, um, I think is going to be uh, more and more at the forefront of of the board CEO and and other execs in these companies. You know, this is going to be driven, I think, in part by mandatory disclosure requirements from you know, bodies like the SEC or, or different, you know, government entities or other regulatory bodies, for example, I think will drive more attention to that. Plus, I think the market will demand more of that. Um, investors will demand more of that and, uh, and consumers will demand more of that. So I think that'll be a big one. Diversity and inclusion in the workplace, in the marketplace or mirroring your marketplace, I think is going to be, it is and will continue to be a big component. And that I kind of fit that into this whole notion of social responsibility as well. I'm seeing a lot more focus in that area and I'm, I believe that will continue to accelerate. The next area of broad trends is really what I view as the reinvention of the role the carriers play in the economy. So I think about them more as becoming an incubator or a catalyst for new business models, leveraging their investment in their network. They're critical infrastructure to the nation and they can become a strategic differentiator to our economy. And so let me put that in context. Prior to 4G, There were no platform companies as we as consumers know them today. So the Ubers and the Airbnbs of the world and those types, they just didn't exist because they couldn't exist. The technology wasn't there. Now the technology is there. They exist and they've proven to be very viable, fast growing, hugely profitable, big companies. And they've also helped propel the U.S. economy considerably as a result. What are the next ones that come on 5G? We don't know yet, but there will be some. And so, again, this becomes a, a competitive differentiator for the carriers and for the economy as a result. So there's a tie into kind of greater purpose there, I think, for the carriers. And the last thing would be, for lack of a better term, I call it supply chain protection. So you think about um, the devices that are, you know, the consumer devices that you have in your pocket or on your desk, your IOT devices, your refrigerator that's connected, et cetera. All this stuff, including the kit that's in the network, is driven by tech, in this case chipsets, in, in those chipsets, if not managed properly, if the if the supply chain of that is not managed properly, whether it's geopolitical concerns that may exist between US, China, or other countries, or it may be like the thing we just lived through, a pandemic that literally shut down stuff for periods of time, that's gotta be protected. So that's a key component. And think about how this works from a carrier standpoint. The device cycle, how often you replenish or refresh your, your device, gets extended the less availability of those chips are to be able to produce those new devices so that has a big economic impact to the carriers so these those would be like three big broad trends they see from a market focused perspective i'd look at um really at the end of the day the consumers for the telcos in the, in the immediate term are going to continue to keep the lights on for them but the real growth and in, in margin is going to be in the enterprise so i'll see a lot more focus uh, greater focus on enterprise uh, government at the municipal state local fed level Think about uh, smart cities as an example. I'd see that being a, a real pivot for all these carriers, and it's already in, in play. And then the last category is product trends. I'd, I'd see uh, a greater focus on monetizing assets that they already have, and one, one of those, of course, is their network investment. But the other is data. They are rich in data, and so how do they monetize that? That brings me to the next point, which is really around um, consumer data privacy and cybersecurity. In our CEO survey, 64% of CEOs said they plan to invest more in cyber and security related capabilities than in prior periods. This is huge and it ties directly to monetizing data. If you don't have the trust of the, of the consumers of the data or the owners of the data, you don't have anything to monetize. And then the last thing would be this notion of evolution of, of their business models to as a service models or employing third party ecosystem partners to deliver on their services. Think of the telco as becoming part of the gig economy if you will. So I'd say those would be really the product trends that
0: I see. John, it's fascinating. I tell you, I've had a number of guests on this podcast series. I always learn so much, and today is no exception. I don't. I might have learned more today than uh, on any of the sessions so far. I really, really appreciate you taking the time to be with us today to share your insights. It's great to have such a uh, the luminary in the telco space to be talking about not only what's happening today, but where we see those trends going forward. So thanks again for for joining me. And thanks for all of you uh, for taking the time to listen uh, to this edition of our tech and podcast series.